In this episode of Bluey's Brisbane, we found a blue dog. And a dog that plays the blues. Whether you call Bris Vegas home or are planning a trip to the River City, this is the podcast that will help you plan the ultimate Bluey day out. <laughs> the best of Brisbane for real life. This is Bluey's Brisbane with Justin and Lou. Welcome back to another instalment of Bluey's Brisbane, the podcast that traipses all over Brisbane as we explore the real-life world of our favourite Healer family and inspiring the ultimate Bluey day out. And again, I'm joined by Lou Bromley at the card table, this time set up down by the banks of the Brisbane River in West End. G'day, Lou. G'day, Justin. Hey, before we get into blue dogs and dogs that play the blues, I have to say we've been getting some fantastic reviews by our listeners um, on the socials and also... Um, on the podcast. So thank you. Yeah. Big thank you to everyone who's tuning in. Definitely. Um, also a big shout out to the uh, to the ladies from Gotta Be Done, the Bluey podcast. Mary and Kate, rocking it. Mary and Kate have been really supportive of us um, in what we're doing because we don't really talk about Bluey. Now they talk about Bluey. They really deep dive those episodes. We're more talking about Brisbane and how Brisbane relates to Bluey. But I know, um, I know Mary in particular is a big fan of Brisbane. I think she may even have grown up here or spent some time in Brisbane. Yeah, we're going to explore that Brisbane connection, aren't we? So, yeah, yeah. so we've got a date set up with the ladies in the new year. We've said get up to Brisbane and we'll <laughs> take you guys on a bluey day out and it'll be a lot of fun. And we're going to record having a chat to them too. Stay tuned for that because we're really looking forward um, to talking to them. We we're hoping to talk to them for a Christmas-inspired theme. But for real life got in the way. So solidarity, Mary and Kate, and your households to ours. We're all tired and we're all getting there too. It's been a big year, hasn't it? <laughs> There's the understatement of your podcast, ladies and gents. But where are we at the card table, Mr Justin? Today we are down in Orley Park, which is sort we of are. at the bottom of West End um, at the end of uh, Montague Road. Now, I love this park because my wife actually lived in one of the houses just over there while we were dating. While you were courting, yeah, hey? and we actually mm. had, we actually had our engagement party in the park here, just near the playground where we are. So locals will know the park as the Froggy Park, uh, the location from the seesaw episode. Um, but yeah, we yes. just had the had the party right there under the shade of the, the fig trees on the river. Um, so this part of Brisbane is is really special to me. You as a young bandit courting your yeah, chili. Yep, back in the day. Back in the day. Before kids, no stress. Life <laughs> was free and easy back then. Um, but a great place to bring the kids um, in West End to Froggy Park. It's a bit full circle. West End is that place where you can do your date night. But also, it's also the place where you can come with your kids. Long after, you know, the courting's finished and you are trying to find that one time you can go out together without kids. Mm. But this is a really good location about what to do with the squirts. Yeah, plenty of things to do with the kids. And have the date night just wander down Boundary Street. You've got endless supply of cafes, fancy nosh. It's a good spot. Now, another um, location that's here in West End is Davies Park. And that was featured in the Markets episode. And there was a lot of debate on the socials about was it the Gap Markets, was it here? But we know it's West End. And why do we know it's West End, Justin? The big one for me is when you see the musician playing on the stage. And that musician is actually Joff Bush, the Bluey music composer. Um, but that stage is identical to the to the music stage at the West End Markets. Absolutely. And so... Yes. 
the great thing to do at West End Markets is you go and get your German sausage or your, pof- I can't even pronounce it, poffities, poffages. Dutch pancakes. Yeah. <laughs> you go and get your grub and then you sit on the, sit on the little hill there and listen to the music. And, Absolutely. And basically that stage is just a plank of wood on a couple of milk crates. It's pretty basic, but it does the trick. And it's kind of nice. That's West End, isn't it? It's, uh, it's music. It's coming together around food and um, all under the shade of trees. Like, there's so many different locations like that in West End where they bring that all together. Yeah, and I think the word is bohemian. Like, when I think of West End, I think bohemian. Yeah, That's there's definitely kind of the a vibe. subculture here, isn't you've there? You've got the music, yes. you've got the arts, um, and you've just got great characters. Like, I remember um, in my musician days playing a gig in West End and waiting out the front of the venue, and that literally, no joke, there was a guy on roller skates in his wife fronts, with a turban on his head oh, yeah, and, a, and an him. old school ghetto blaster on his shoulder just cruising down the middle of Boundary Street on his roller skates. Well, that's how I got here. How did you get here? <laughs> <laughs> you put some shorts on over I, your wife yeah, fronts. Yeah, 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 I did. As you but do. But that's, like, that's the West End. That is West End. Ghetto blaster guy, he is West End. Yeah. The other hint, though, that we know it's Davies Street and West End Markets is something that Brisbane people know really well. And if I say the sky needle, which is this thing that just pokes straight up into the air and it sends a beam of light 360 mm. degrees around Brisbane, particularly you can see it on a cloudy night when it's uh, all lit up. But this is a remnant of World Expo 88. But uh, there was a very uh, infamous or famous personality behind it because it was rather a controversial installation. You know, mm. you're beaming a stream of light around the city Mm. and it was a very famous hairdresser and boutique chain owner Stefan so if you've ever seen a Stefan hairdressing outlet the man behind it Stefan I mean he had his little 15 minute hairdressing show Mm. on network tv if you were watching Stefan on the tv in the afternoon you knew your cartoons were going to start after him (laughs) just quietly so back in the day Stefan was huge um, as a celebrity here in Brisbane. Yeah, and he's one of those big characters. Like, we talk about characters. He was that very flamboyant, the big personality. Um, oh, yeah, into yeah. jet boats, everything. Yeah. So if you can think of anything about 80s extravagance, Stefan did it and he had his sky needle, as you do. From Bald Hills to Bean Lee, this is the podcast that lives and breathes Brisbane. We've just mentioned World Expo 88. Now, that is a little bit of modern history here in Brisbane. So... If you've ever been to Brisbane, you hear about South Bank. I mean, the ice cream episode, as you're watching Muffin get tucked into her ice cream, but then the dancers doing their thing. All of that was a huge site for a year where countries came and put up their pavilions, trade fair style. But it was a way to showcase your country. It was a huge tourism and trade event. The World Expo still happened, but it was something that Brisbane grew up in 1988 it Mm. was huge it was the party that never stopped and as the north queensland kid who came there for her school camp for a week it was phenomenal we we loved it uh it was so much fun and brisbane just loved it we all bought year passes if you're a brizzy resident and you just dropped in it was fantastic yep we went about six times i think over the six months that it ran for kids who grew up in the 80s like as you say that, that was the moment that Brisbane grew up. It changed from the big country town to the modern city. 
Um, and we were devastated when Expo finished and it all sort of closed down and the site kind of sat there and then it kind it of did. became a bit derelict and we, we always felt a bit sad driving along the Riverside Expressway and seeing it there. Because we just the, had such a good time that yeah, year. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then of course it was transformed into what we now know as South Bank and, yes. you know, um, you mentioned ice cream, also the episode Bob Bilby, we talked about Bob when we were at The Gap. Um, and that's where they take Bob Bilby to see the fireworks down there on the promenade. Absolutely. At South Bank. Yes. While that's not technically West End, we've got two neighbours here of South Brisbane, of which everyone now refers to the South Bank as South Bank, which is technically part of South Brisbane. And then West End is behind it on the bend in mm. the river where it goes past. The link with Expo is that that's the thing that kind of reinvigorated the whole area of South Brisbane and West End. Some people might say that was for the better. Some people might say that you know, it's not the best because there has been a lot of gentrification in West End and South Brisbane over the last 20 to 30 years. Um, there's really been that push into removing a lot of that industry that was down by the river. Yeah, and now shipbuilding, that, yeah, the Docklands. Yeah, and turning yeah. that into apartment blocks because it's got a great river view across to sort of Tawong and Milton and then up the, up the stretch of the river into the city. Oh, it's just spectacular. And you can see... Um, from one end, too, of South Bank right round to the Story Bridge. And at night, this is all just lit up. It's fantastic. Of course, one big thing that um, defines West End is the Greek culture. Um, now, the, the Greeks sort of turned up in West End after the World Wars, and that's still evident. You've got a big Greek community still in West End. You've got the Greek club. Every year they hold Panayiri, which is the, the Greek festival. And that's a great thing to get along and, you know, savour those honey puffs and the baklava. Oh, yeah. And we can thank, too, a lot of the Greek immigrants for the cafe culture that we now have in Brisbane. Mm. If you ran a cafe in the 50s in Brisbane, it was 95% sure you were probably Greek by ethnic descent. So there was an incredible, vibrant coffee culture here from the 50s as a result of that influx of people coming from Greece? Um, actually, one famous uh, Greek that my dad talks about, and uh, the boomer generation in Brisbane will know about rock and roll George. Now, we talk about those great characters. He was one of those. He was uh, a famous um, rocker. Now, he wasn't a musician, but just a rock fan who would cruise around Brisbane up and down Queen Street in his um, vintage Holden FX car. And you'd often see him driving uh, up to Cloudland, which was an iconic Brisbane building up at um, Bowen Hills. And he was often photographed, and he does the rounds still as something, as a topic, uh, on the Lost Brisbane Facebook group. So if you're really interested in old school Brisbane, I highly recommend checking out Lost Brisbane Mm. um, for the photo essays they share of a hidden side to Brisbane's history. This is Bluey's Brisbane. So we're about to meet... Two icons, and they sort of bookend a history of blues music here in Australia, let alone West End. But we've got Blind Dog Donnie. Now, he is a a name, the name of blues music here in Australia, but he's a West End resident. And also Dillian James, who's a rising star on the blues scene as well as rock and roll here, and he's a West End resident as well. Now, I first came across Blind Dog Donnie about 20 years ago as a very young musician. Blind Dog actually got me um, my very first paid gig in Brisbane at the Melbourne Hotel in West End. Blind Dog is an amazing musician. He's a world-class blues player. Um, He's played with people like B.B. King, 
um, well known for his work with uh, the Delta Rhythm Kings, played with heaps of talent at all the big blues festivals. So he's a real um, world-class muso and a great character of West End. Shall we go and have a listen? Definitely. This is Bluey's Brisbane. Blind Dog, thank you for coming along and meeting random women like me. How are you? <laughs> Um, I'm pretty good at meeting random women. <laughs> <laughs> That's very good. I know Dillian was talking to you about how you got to come meet this character called Lou and Justin. Um, so thank you for meeting us here in Dillian's studio. Yes, yeah, nice. In West End. Um, I want to talk to you guys a little bit about the music you guys have been playing and a little bit about West End. We're talking a bit about also Bluey, um, the cartoon. This is all about the family called the Healers. They're a family of dogs called Blue Healers. And then we're hearing about a blues musician called Blind Dog. And I thought, we've got to talk to this guy. Right. If I described you as a bit of an institution of West End, what do you have to say about that? I just fell over and ended up here. And um, I've been doing this all my life. And I suppose I've become a bit of an institution in West End, you know, because I've done hundreds and hundreds of gigs in West End. Um, done thousands of gigs. But, um, yeah, so I'm, I'm a sort of a piece of the furniture in West End now. How would you describe West End? It's a little village. It's, it's just it's only a tiny place. Sort of like the eye of the storm, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's going around it, but it's nice and quiet in West End. It's actually a quiet little village. It's sort of like a village on its own little island in some ways. I mean, it's surrounded by a river, but it's also sort of cut off. It's not easy to get into traffic-wise. And right. once you're in, it's hard to get out. <laughs> um, talking about that village sort of feel, what does that mean for you? Well, community. Like most people in West End know me because I just walk around West End and do my stuff. I, I don't travel very far. So uh, most people in West End know me all the shops and stuff like that, and um, it makes it really nice. I can go to the barber shop and <laughs> I don't have to say anything because he knows me yep. and, and sort of thing, and that goes for most things. You know, like. You're still the scene for so much to do with music in West End. Wow. And, like, I mean, it all started, I believe, at the old Melbourne Hotel. You can't go there anymore. I mean, it was knocked down. But tell us a little bit about the early days for Blind Dog and West End. See the old murderer's bar. That's what we used to call it. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like a delight, the murderer's bar. There wasn't even a female toilet in the murderer's bar because back when it was built, only men went drinking, apparently. <laughs> and a lot of your scene actually moved to the Boundary Hotel and that's gone through a bit of a zhuzhing in recent years too. Oh, yeah. I think it would have been a much better financial deal if they kept it as an old-style old pub, you know, and kept its old-style charm, you know. Mm. I think it would have been more of a draw card, but anyway, what do I know, you know? Now, I'm here with Dillian James as well as Blind Dog Donnie. Dillian, you live in West End, you play in West End, you really are a part of this village as well. How do you describe West End to people who aren't here in Brisbane? I don't play in West End as much as I used to. I mean, I, I spent 15 years playing here once or twice a week at least, sometimes, you know, running jams on a Tuesday at the Aboriginal Art Gallery and playing a Friday gig with yeah. Donnie at the pub or doing, yeah. I used to do Lock and Load in the Music Cafe and all the little bars that are now kind of coffee shops or noodle box or something, you know, like um, 
it's changed a lot, you know. You were talking about the traffic in West End. Like I live, I've got an electric <laughs> bike, you know. That's being a West Ender means cycling yeah. and it's a bit more of a greener way of life. But, you know, so that, that culture of West End is still here, that um, kind of alternate lifestyle, the eye of the storm, like you say, yeah. the people that want things yeah. to slow down. Um, yeah, I still feel it, but um, at the same time, there's ten or 15,000 more people living in West End than there was um, yeah you know, a decade ago. It does feel yeah. like West End, that West End culture has dispersed into the outer suburbs to Dutton Park and Fairfield. I really like it down there as well. I still hear a lot of parties in the neighbourhood and I don't hear, living in other suburbs, parties kind of get shut down at like 11 or 12 o'clock, you know, yeah. stroke of midnight, the neighbours all ring the cops. But in 4101, it's like <laughs> an unsaid law where, you know, like let them, let them have their fun. You know, this is 4101 and... Yeah. It's, you know, I can jam, I have a jam, we're sitting in my jam studio right now and we jam during the week sometimes and the neighbour next door, he's a heavy metal drummer and, you know, um, <laughs> we, there's a common understanding, you know, um, not to spoil the party, you know. They, yep. And and that's what I like about West End. It's still, it's that sort of carried on like the, the cafe culture. People always understand West End for its, for its, cafes and it's little restaurants and the, the live music and it's not it's not big scale things like like QPAC down the road in South Bank that's where you yeah. that's where you see the massive headliners from around the world and and if you want to see the you know Willie and the Paul boys come to the Boundary <laughs> Hotel and yeah. see Blind Dog that's our version of it. Dillian being a dad on West End with your son um, Huey where do you guys like to go just to hang out play um, and chill. We tend to go to the river. That's where the um, the, part, the walking paths and that's where the green area in West End is along the river and there's big Froggy Park. Yeah, loves it down there. But What does he also, like about Froggy Park actually? Oh, it's just shady. There's lots of different things to love about Froggy Park. He probably loves a different thing more each time. Yeah. He does love that little, there's like a little uh, playground with a little phone, like a you yell into it. And one hole, and then it comes out the other hole. So he likes to go down there and you know, oh, yeah, yell nice. stuff at me, and yep. I yell back, and that's good. But we often go. I think I mentioned Fairfield and stuff before. We we jump on our bike and we're out at Dutton Park and Fairfield along all around there. There's you know, it's not far either. You know, there's so many parks over that <laughs> way, and yep. you can get there on a bicycle in five ten minutes. The podcast showing off the best of Brisbane for real life. This is Bluey's Brisbane with Justin and Lou. Great to hear from Blind Dog and just his story about West End and you know, his life here over the last few decades. Um, for families, though, who maybe can't, you know, take the kids out to a gig at night, what are some other things that we can experience here for the kids in West End, Lou? So for a pretty low-cost Bluey day out, you can get crafty. So Creative Kids Studio are at West End and they've got completely free activities. So you can make this as no cost as you'd like. They cater to children of all ages and abilities and parents are encouraged to participate in the art creation as well. The great thing is no bookings are required. So if it's a spur of the moment decision, get cracking, come on down. Um, Another low cost, no cost activity is just jump on a city cat. I mean, we've got the city cat stop just down here at the end of the park here. Um, you know, jump on City Cat, take the kids for a ride. Um, on the weekends, if they're travelling on a go-kart, it's free. So great, you know, no-cost um, activity. And especially that stretch of the river 
once you wind your way up through the city. And if you can stay on till New Farm Park, they really wind the city cats up. So make sure you stay on till New Farm. You can jump off there, have a play in the playground, jump back on, head back to West End. Yeah, good little river cruise. And look, for all the readers and bookworms in your, your family, there's some great independent bookshops in West End and they're famous for it. So adults, there's Avid Reader, an institution. They do book readings, live events all the time, lots of streamed events too. So don't fret if you're not a Brisbane listener to this. Avid Reader can sort you out. Follow them on Facebook. But also where the wild things are. Now this is a kids' bookstore and for young adults. And they have a fantastic range of books and all that associated stuff that goes with books as well. So that's a fantastic place if you want to be going to check that out. And if you enjoy reading, but maybe in a different language, we've got Allianz Francaise, which is the French society. Uh, They're just across the road from Davies Park. Um, Now, they do French lessons, but they have a great French reading library. You can just pop into, um, you can become a member and then you can borrow the books. Um, But they also do French cultural events throughout the year. They do a French film festival and also the Bastille Day celebrations, which they often do down at South Bank. Yeah, they're a crack. And look, riding. Bike riding is always in Bluey. There's fantastic bike riding options down here at Orley Park and they all extend and reach into South Bank. So you can start at one end, park the car, get on your bikes, end up in South Bank for an ice cream and then loop that one back and come back um, to Orley Park as well. Plenty of options. We touched on the date night before, you know, heading out on Boundary Street, um, but there's so many places to, to choose from. Um, we can't really do a shopping list, but a few of our picks, we've got the Cobbler Bar, which is a fantastic whiskey and cocktail bar mm-hmm. on Browning Street. And I know you, you like a dram, Lou. I do like a dram. Mm. Um, you've also got the Bearded Lady, which is a great bar and a live music venue. So if you like your live music, get on down to the Bearded Lady. Um, if you're into craft beer, which I definitely am, uh, Catchment Brewing is a little microbrewery and restaurant on Boundary Street. So if you, you know, love your craft beer, get on in there. And for coffee lovers too, like the Three Monkeys at the other end towards South Bank um, is, and I've used the word institution a lot, but this is why you use that word. Um, Everyone knows Three Monkeys in Mm. West End. One of the original cafes, even in the 90s, before Brisbane had a coffee culture. Absolutely. And uh, Three Monkeys is where traditionally, after first night, a lot of performances and also bands who do QPAC, our Queensland Performing Arts Centre, they go and do post-show or performance uh, drinks, coffees and the cheesecakes. It was Mm. always about the cheesecakes at Three Monkeys. So I highly recommend you turn up there. Lots of signed um, theatre and performance posters too in Three Monkeys. So if you really love your culture, you'll get a really good insight into performing arts culture here in Brisbane. And so taking you out here, we're going to end with a gig. We're a little bit rock and roll. It is we? rock and roll. We, we mentioned, um, you know, wandering down Boundary Street. This might be the soundtrack to do it. Absolutely. So... We're going to hand the microphone over to Dillian and Blind Dog to take it us out with the West End Shuffle. And look, before we uh, hand it over to do a card table gig here in Orley Park, um, we can see the transmission towers of Mount Cutha here, Justin. Are we going to go there next for our next episode? Yeah, we're going to explore Mount Cutha, and that's got some great things to do for families. We're also going to find out um, from one of Brisbane's top uh, newsreaders, she's a young mum, 
just how she balances mum life and career as she, you know, winds her way up to the top of Mount Cuthra every day to read the news. Fantastic. All right, gig time. Um, this is the West End Shuffle, as performed by Blind Dog Donnie and Dillian James. Rock and roll. Stepping down boundary, I don't have a care. Acting like some kind of millionaire. I'm doing a West End Shuffle. The old West End Hustle. I'm the West End Shuffle. Show them how you really feel. Well, I ain't got a dollar. I ain't got a dime Stepping down boundary But I'm feeling fine I'm doing a West End shuffle The old West End hustle The West End shuffle Show them how you really feel I'm doing a West End shuffle I'm doing a West End shuffle I'm doing a West End shuffle Do your West End hustle I'm the West End shuffle Show them how you really feel Do it again, man, do it again I'm doing a West End shuffle I'm doing a West End shuffle I'm doing a West End shuffle Do your West End hustle I'm the West End shuffle Facebook and Instagram. Just search for at Bluey's Brisbane. Bye, Bumbungo.